Extravaganza known as the Animal Farm Radio Show. The date today is November the 28th, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow news junkies, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. Got another great show for everyone tonight. We've got a lot of news we're going to be covering tonight. Uh, Cynthia McKinney was banned from flying internationally, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, as always, we'll be getting into the latest Barack Obama news. Bush being pleased with the war in Iraq. The latest please date news, and as always... The horrifying and ridiculous. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are indeed back. Thank you for joining us, folks, this Tuesday edition of the Animal Farm. Yes, indeed. Uh, excuse you, Pie. It's pretty bad, Pie. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you for joining us. I think Jack Bloodshow may have cut out there, so we're not sure what happened with the network. But just like Poor uh, Jack, man, he's taking all the hits, huh? I, I think it may be us now, Ben. I'm starting to think about us. We're next. We're bad luck for like networks now because we're just bad luck and network issues just seem to follow us around no matter where <laughs> we go. I'm really starting to get paranoid a little bit here, but that being said, keep in mind, folks, uh, before we get to the nutty and the crazy, um, we will not be here tomorrow. We will not be here on Thanksgiving or Friday. So this is basically our Friday night, then, which is kind of exciting. We can yeah. party tonight and have three more days. Totally. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about you. Um, so, yes, we will be taking off the next three days, and God willing, we will be returning on Monday. But without further ado, I want the drum roll. I want the crazy. I want the ridiculous. I want the sickly. And this, I want to thank Leonard for sending us some crazy articles yesterday. <laughs> this is the cheeky butt bandit uh, suspect is yes. finally nabbed. Folks, you can rest easy tonight, and I really, uh, I feel safer. A man has been arrested after allegedly leaving greasy imprints on windows out of Omaha, Nebraska. Here, <laughs> Police have arrested a man suspected of leaving greasy graphic imprints on the windows of stores, churches, and schools in a small Nebraska town. A 35-year-old man was caught in the act by police early Wednesday morning, <laughs> 
Perry <laughs> County attorney Eric Scott said Friday, the man hasn't been charged yet, but authorities believe he is the vandal some townsfolk have dubbed the butt bandit. Uh, that is that is bandit. that is quite the title. I don't know. Beginning in spring of 2007, a mystery vandal visited businesses at night pressing his naked behind, sometimes his groin, sometimes both, <laughs> on windows. The marks were made with lotion or petroleum jelly. And while police had earlier worried copycat criminals were getting involved, wow. Scott said they now believe it's the act of a lone deviant. Uh, this isn't normal behavior for Valentine. Um, Nebraska's Scott said, or whatever. It's an embarrassment for the hardworking people who live here. The man was spotted by police about 3.30 a.m. Wednesday and arrested him without incident, Scott <laughs> said. The suspect appears to be the same man caught on surveillance cameras at the middle school last year. I mean, could you imagine? What are you, some kind of butt ventriloquist? <laughs> Amen. Valentine, a town of about 2,650 people in remote north-central Nebraska, lies near the scenic Niobrara River. The city was named one of the top, quote, wilderness towns in the country last year by National Geographic Adventure Magazine. So when all is said and done, this guy's literally putting lotion on his butt and, 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 and petroleum jelly and pressing it and making a butt imprint, <laughs> which, funny. I mean, is, is really sad and unfortunate for him, but it's very clever. And I think we should give him it's his own. Clever. <laughs> I think we should give him his own TV show. Pyth, your thoughts? <laughs> all right. Nice. I mean, you, you know, his theme song. I, guess. I just can't. I just can't wow. get over it. I mean, you know. And I, the other thing too, I wanted to kind of before I read the, that story. I mean, I, I know my past uh, intro articles have been a little bit, you know, over the top. And I know it's been some depressing news, some horrible some deaths horrible, and women, you know, there, flushing babies on the toilet. So I figured today we'd kind of stick with a little bit of the. The Animal Farm sickly light, if you will, and I'll continue here. Groom stops a wedding with a blaze. A reluctant groom set fire to a hotel where he was due to get married to avoid having to go through with the wedding. <laughs> Tatsushiko yeah, Kawata has gone along with the marriage plans despite having already having a wife. <laughs> the Yomuri newspaper oh. in Japan said Kawata, age 39, decided to burn down the Riznare uh, Resort Hotel rather than get hitched in front of 80 guests. He reportedly told fire. police, I fire. thought if I set fire, I wouldn't fire. have to go through with the wedding. <laughs> That's what I call cold feet. Wow. Guests at the hotel were uh, evacuated, and no one was injured when he started the fire in the early hours of Sunday morning. I mean, of all ways to, to get out of your wedding, you, you know, burn a building. Somebody burn down the building. We My. can't get married. What do you, what do you yeah. want me to do? Unbelievable. I hope you've got a divorce lawyer. <laughs> Kawata had been due to tie the knot later that day at the hotel in Kamananshi Prefecture, west of Tokyo. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just skip over that. That doesn't even look like a, you know, a word there. That's but what I do. I just pretend. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> People seem to like that. He was arrested after suddenly canceling the event and uh, was behaving suspiciously. So I mean, you know, not only not only is it a ridiculous way to, to prevent a wedding, stupid, but he already had a wife, Ben. So I mean, you gotta you, just, you gotta just admire these people. I don't know what to do, but um, sure enough, there's there's the first two, and finally. This one I was going to read yesterday, but I didn't get to it. Noise violators now sentenced to listen to Barry Manilow. And that is one punishment that I cannot imagine. <laughs> Fort Lupton, Colorado. Barry Manilow's I Write the Songs may begin with the line, I've been alive forever. But for noise ordinance violators, listening to Manilow may feel like forever. Fort Lupton Municipal Judge Paul Sacco says his novel punishment of forcing noise violators to listen to music they don't like for one hour has cut down on the number of repeat offenders in this northwestern <laughs> Colorado me? prairie town. I'm not kidding. This is for real. 
Uh, this is That's not a joke. Yeah, the onion or something, man. Th- this is from Fox <laughs> News. This is not an Onion article. This is for real. Wow. Uh, about four times a year, those who plead guilty to noise ordinance violations are required to sit in a room and listen to music from the likes of Barry Manilow, Barney the Dinosaur, and the Platters <laughs> crooning Only You, which wow. I think that's actually a good song. But Tony, who would who who would you be uh, forced to listen to if it was a? That's was a good either? question, Ben. Um, oh, wow, I don't know. There's there's quite a few groups. I'd say probably. I don't know. I mean, I actually like a lot of different music. There's very yeah, me few. Too. I mean, I love classical music, and there's, you know, I don't. I like Western music and country. So that's actually a good question, but I don't really know. There's certainly a few bands I could do with that. Maybe. I mean, I like Clapton, but that song "Anyone for Tennis" just seems to grate on me like oh, nothing man. else. So maybe that would be the the uh, the song. I don't know. It's a good question, though. For me, it'd have to be the, uh, the "It's Raining McCain." It's I mean, oh, it's true. Have, it's I don't know true. if anybody. We've never played that on a show before, by the way. I have it here in front of us. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, Britney. You know, it's it's the uh, worst song of all time. Maybe some Britney Spears. You know, some of the early Britney Spears work would be uh, pretty tough. All right, Pyeth, good job. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so still, here's uh, Paul Sacco, the judge. These people should have to listen to music they don't like. Uh, he said this for a segment about the program that aired Friday on Denver's KUSA TV. Should we let this roll, Pyeth? You want to let this go? Or... <laughs> Is that actually Barry Manilow? I, I don't even know. Um, his Sacco began the program years ago when he noticed that many of the repeat offenders simply showed up at his courtroom to pay their fine with cash. Most kids don't want to hear somebody like Glenn Close trying to sing opera, he said. Once again, this is Sacco. <laughs> Video of a recent class showed teenagers with long faces shifting in their seats or looking up at the ceiling. So, I mean, you know, this is... Poor kids. This right? is, yeah, no, poor kids. This is actually not so bad. I mean, it's community service. I guess you can kind of equate it to that. But um, <laughs> there you go. And once again, thank you for to Leonard and Dan. Uh, these guys are just great. Ray, yep. once again, for Ray. And all these guys, and folks, you can get involved. These guys have sent us articles, and they really make our job a little bit easier. Because for some reason, Ben, as... They show a little bit better, too. Yeah, and I can't figure out the, the, the relationship. But as things seem to get worse in this country from every aspect more and more of these unbelievable articles I literally have 12 of the craziest most unbelievable funny and sickly articles in front of me and I, yeah. I only do three a day because I want to pass the torch to you and everything but as things get worse it seems like the, there's more of these articles surfacing hey, just... yeah I got a couple too but I'm just going to read this one go here. ahead and this is also from, go. Uh, from Leonard uh, but this is alleged car thief hit, hit with frozen turkey I just love the food. What I mean, is with the food? I don't know. We always get these funny. food articles. The North Carolina authorities <laughs> say a shopper clubbed an alleged carjacker with the frozen turkey as he tried to steal a woman's car in a grocery store parking lot oh Sunday. My goodness. <laughs> Picture that in your head, huh? Uh, oh, police boy. say 30-year-old Fred Lewis Irvin of Raleigh uh, stole money from a gas station before running across the street to a Harris Teeter store in a town just south of Raleigh. Garner police said he began beating Irene Mormon Bailey while stealing her car. Other shoppers came to her rescue, including one who hit Irvin with the turkey. <laughs> police oh did not God. release the person's name. Despite serious head injuries, that would hurt, actually. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. A big, turkeys are big and heavy, It's like of getting hit with a rock almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Irvin got away in Bailey's car and hit several other cars as he fled, but police arrested him a short time later. Uh, he faces several charges, including assault and uh, inflicting serious injury, injury uh, blah, 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 blah. But I just thought that was funny. That was pretty funny, yeah. That, that turkey was uh, from kid, Leonard. But a little dumb. Too bad it's too late to pardon that turkey. He did a great deed for this country, and so did that woman. <laughs> and that's, you know, hey, it's just unbelievable. You can't, you really can't make stuff like this up. And even if you could, it wouldn't be as entertaining. But anyway, folks, once again, you're listening to The Animal. 
Animal Farm. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. If anybody's out there, Animal Farm Show one word, or I shouldn't be saying one word anymore. That's the AIM instant message. Yes. Like, you don't have to do one word. We were told that many, many months ago, so I, I correct myself. But, yes, you can. Animal you can, Farm Radio Show. That's right. You can talk to us, and you can make fun of us and tell us how good or bad the show is. And, you know what, folks? If you're going to go to listen to a different show, you don't have to put that in the chat room. We got a couple of those last night. Uh, <laughs> you I, I don't know what to tell you. Like I said, if this is not the most entertaining show on this time slot, then I'm going to give up and do something else with my time. But uh, let's get right to the, the news. There's a lot of news tonight, Ben. A lot of it is very, very unfortunate. And I really want to kind of, like we were supposed to do last night, but we kind of got off on tangents. I want to make this a, a very much of a power segment overshadow of like a show. I want to just yeah. kind of keep powering through things and keep going. Uh, I don't have a lot of news in one topic, so there's all kinds of scattered stuff. But we'll start off right, right away with the front page of many newspapers right now and websites with the Russian scholar who's predicting that our economic crisis will rip America apart. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out, but unfortunately we got to listen to a Russian say it and not our mainstream media. But so a we're Russian... supposedly uh, going to be splitting up the factions. Yeah, this, this, and this is probably where I disagree with him, but I'll read it and then we'll comment on it. But a Russian scholar is predicting that the United States' current financial crisis will lead to the breakup of the country. Igor Panarin, a professor at the Diplomatic Academy of Russia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, told the newspaper Izvestia on Monday that America will break apart into six regions following the crisis. Quote, dissatisfaction is growing and it is only being held back at the moment by the elections and the hope that President-elect Obama can work miracles, according to the translation by Bloomberg. He goes on to say, but when spring comes, it will be clear that there are no miracles. And here's what he thinks is going to happen. Panarin predicts the U.S. will split into the Pacific, the South, Texas, the Atlantic Coast, the Central States, and the northern states, so that is indeed six, right? Yes, one, two, three, four, six, right? Very and, bad uh, for America. Yeah, he hinted that Alaska could be uh, Russia's for the taking. He, he predicts that Russia's going to kind of take it, and I'm sure Palin would be very happy about that. But the professor said China and Russia will become the world's great regulators. Uh, I agree that, yes, we are going to collapse. I think it's imminent at this point. I don't know if we would split, though. I think you know, we've heard a lot about the North American Union, and I still uh -huh. seem to think that it's it's m the prediction I would make with that would be unionizing in the, you know, the American Union. Something along those lines would happen, but this is very interesting, and you know we'll see what happens, obviously. But uh, you know, I, I'm glad that someone at least comes out and tries to, you know, not sugarcoat everything these days, because that's what our mainstream media seems to be doing all the time, especially under the cloak of the president-elect. So, yeah, um, what do you think, there, Ben? What do you? What would you predict? I mean, I don't know if we want to make bets on this. Well, I mean, I think it is possible for there to be a split, because when chaos happens, you really, really never know. Um, you know, you never know the circumstances in which it'll happen. You never really know the uh, the outcome and, and what what happens with people's fears, especially nowadays. You know, back in the day, uh, during the Great Depression, all that economic trouble, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of resourcefulness still in the American people. You know, they had mm -hmm. the ability to farm things and and do stuff like that. And yeah, we do have the ability to farm, but I I think you know there would be a lot of vigilanteism going on, a lot of um, you know, a lot of chaos, uh, maybe even some ro road warrior stuff, but. Uh, because you know we just we, we're, it's 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 very very hard for us nowadays to imagine being self-sustaining without you know city-run water, electricity, things of that nature. I, I don't even know how I personally would uh would survive. I would try my best, but you know when you got a when you got a kid starving and your baby's crying in your hand, uh you know 
stuff happens. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, it, it seems as though you look around, and I know, the, I know, you know, these the Citigroup bailout is, you know, now celebrated on the news as this great thing. But you know, the more and more you read, you watch the news, and the more and more news comes out, you just realize that the, the people that are really not getting the help are American citizens. Yeah. Um, um, the borders are getting screwed the hardest. We see this all the time, every single time. Uh, anytime there's a economic downturn. So. Yeah, it, it just, just we'll get to it, folks. But when we come back, I really want to play this now. The uh, WRIF in Detroit radio station called the embassy in Kenya, and apparently have confirmation from His Excellency Peter Ogego. That yes, Obama was born in Kenya indeed. Ooh. Stay tuned, folks. We'll get to it right when we get back. Animalfarmshow.com. I don't know nothing about that. All I know is that somebody is going to get their ass forced over this line. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. 
All right, well, uh, we're back here, folks, Animal Farm Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. Obviously, the big debate over Barack Obama's uh, legality of being president and his citizenship has been a huge issue. It's been, I guess you could say, Ben, it's been, you know, basically, you know, fueled by the right-wingers, but a very selective group of the right-wingers. You know, the Jerome Corsi's of the world, the World Net Dailies of the world, there's a couple of of, uh, journalists in that organization there, and, and plenty of others. That have talked about it. I've heard a little bit from the Hannity's right. of the world. I've heard a little bit uh, from the Mark Levins of the world, and, and the, of course the the Lush or the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, but not so much. And it seems like it's almost a non-issue now. It's very much underneath the sheets, which I expect from the the mainstream talk show hosts because they're all full of it, as we know, and they all just kind of keep the ball rolling yeah. in their own specific way. And they never they they understand that they there's nobody there to implement constitutionality and, and legality and things, so they kind yeah. of just move past it. And they're false. And if you listen to them uh, long enough, and if you now see the the ultimate hypocrisy with uh, what they're saying now. Um, it's amazing how they're already blaming everything on Barack Obama. Oh, it's, not, it's not astounding. It's amazing. It's, you know, they're already you know enforcing this idea that oh, Barack's going to save you. Barack's going to make everything better in a very sarcastic way, which mm-hmm. I, I agree with them. I don't think he's going to do anything of the yeah. sort. But how how much of a hypocrite can you possibly be realizing that you just you supported this guy for eight years called George Bush, who has destroyed this country and has caused everything that's going on right now, or yeah. at least has put it in motion. But we'll get you know that, that's a story different different story for a different day. But I did uh, I think uh, a guy named Sheldon dis, did email this to me. I think it, it was Sheldon. We get so many emails now, and once again, folks, thanks for your support. But W R yes W R I F in Detroit. Is a radio station. I guess it's three hosts, a female and two males. Okay. And they kind of have a they have a little talk show there. I guess it's political based. I've never listened to it before, but they did indeed call live on the air. They called the embassy in Kenya and they asked the uh, the the ambassador, His Excellency. I guess his name is Peter Ogego, or okay. Ogedo. I'm not really sure. I couldn't. It's hard to hear. You'll, you'll, I'll play the clip and then we'll kind of talk about it. But this is very interesting. And you know, I don't know if this is proof or not, but this is certainly enough to at least have a real investigation. And of course, I don't think we're going to see that, but let's hear it. Hello, is this His Excellency Peter uh, Ogego? Yes, this is me, and who are you? Oh, I, I am Mike. My name is Mike, and I'm at WRIF Radio in Detroit. How you doing? I'm very fine, thank you. Hey, one, uh-huh. more, one yeah. more quick question. Um, Obama, our President-elect Obama's birthplace over in Kenya, is that going to be a national uh, spot to go visit where he was born? It's um, already... Uh, oh, hang on, yeah. If you're listening, if, you, if you're hearing this clip, these guys are doing... Computer work, yeah. You're, you're going to hear bumps and window sounds, and I okay. should have said that before. So it's them. It's okay. them. It's, I not, it was it's not us. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, despite what we usually find ourselves doing on the show, but no, I'll just kind of rewind a little bit here. Okay, here. This, yeah, you're going to hear those clicks. I'm very fine, thank you. Hey, one uh-huh. more, one yeah. more quick question. Okay, so, um, yeah, I, I cut it. They have them on the air. They, they talk about everything. They, they ask about the weather. They ask about this. They, you know, the guy farts on the air. Whatever. They, they, they're kind of making a mockery of this whole, uh, thank you, investigation or interview. But then they finally, right before the interview's over, they kind of this guy adds this question in the end. Check it out. Hey, one, uh-huh. more, one yeah. more quick question. Um, Obama, our President-elect Obama's birthplace over in Kenya. Is that going to be a national uh, spot to go visit where he was born? It's um, already. Uh, an attraction. Uh, oh, okay. His 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 uh, paternal grandmother mm-hmm. is still alive. And uh, but his his birthplace will be they'll put up a marker there. It will depend on the government. It's already well known. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. Do you know the uh, Barack Obama? His father's name is is it Barack Hussein Obama Senior? Is that true? Do you know? Well, I know him as Barack Obama. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And he's uh, in the government. He's. Um, 
He, he served in the government. He actually served with our current president, who is bo- also an economist. Mm-hmm. Both of them were well trained. Our current president is a graduate of the London School of Economics, and um, Barack Senior uh, was an economist yeah. from, from Harvard. Really? And, and so these were the first um, Kenyan graduates of the 60s, you know, uh, yeah. that came back to, to build our nation. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, listen, sir, thank you very much for the time. We just wanted to check in, uh, uh, given the uh, proceedings that have occurred, uh, one of the, as you say, a great historical moment. And thank you, uh, Your Excellency, for your time. Well, thank you so very much, guys, for your excitement and uh, for congratulating us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank and you. Thank you very much. You have a nice day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Did you catch that? Not a lot of it. Mike, he basically admitted that President-elect Obama was born there. Yes, he did. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think maybe what we should do is upload. I'm sure this is all over YouTube. Uh-huh. This was an MP3 that was sent, uh, you know, as a web link to me. And perhaps we will uh, upload the entire argument uh, or the entire conversation, I should say. But I don't know. I mean, even if this is a hoax, it doesn't matter. The point where we've been, you know, making over and over again here about is this is, uh, I don't know, January 20th is pretty close uh, for a date. And if we can't get this answer in stone, I mean, I'm, I'm un you know, um, unscrewed with, you know, absolute proof, yeah. you know, uh, then then we are obviously in tremendous amount of trouble because this is not just one of those little theories that just comes around just to detract or distract people from, you know, the, the real issues. Uh, yeah. Well, and, I mean, I think a lot of people thought it was that in the beginning, and uh, now that, you know, it's gaining traction, now they posted something, but it wasn't truly his birth certificate, right. I guess. It was just type a certificate of life or something like that. Yeah, I mean, um, and I really haven't followed about it, and I'm not saying either or. I'm not trying to... You know, put the argument yeah. forth that oh, I believe. Let's get the answer. Uh, it, let's get the answer to the question. It's just it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the things that we shouldn't really even be spending time with if but he it did, isn't. He did. Uh, important, you know, but the guy, the guy on the radio had said that you know his his grandmother lived there and she actually did come out and say oh, I've said this on the show before, but he she came out and said that. Uh, he was born there. Yeah, she, well, I mean, you know, his birth. There are people in Kenya, apparently, according to this this guy, whether or not this was a hoax, I cannot say. But according to this man who was interviewed, uh, Peter Ogego, and once again, this was W R I F in Detroit. I figure it was worth mentioning here. Mm-hmm. This guy said, "Oh yes, his birthplace is being it's a tourist attraction, or it's yeah. a, it's it's an attraction to the to the locals as well." And then he reiterated, and and the guy again said, "Yes, <laughs> it's his birthplace." You know, it, it's just it's mind boggling, and it just. <laughs> Handle the truth. It's true, and you know it's it's just unbelievable. And uh, you know I'm I'm shaking over here, thinking, oh my God, this is this actually may have some some truth to it, and this may be a really huge issue. And to me, once again, it proves that the people on the right who just cannot stop bashing Obama, even though he hasn't done much yet. They're bashing him already, and and yeah. so are we. But uh, they can't just they can't stop bashing him. But they won't talk about this, and that just once again shows you the false left and the false right, and that these people are all. You know, they're all on the same team ultimately and getting paid by the same people. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, the more you look at Barack Obama, the more you realize this. And I, I do have an article and I'll try to uh, shoot it up right now, but more on the civilian national task force. Yes. Um, I saw this. But before we do that, Ben, I wanted to just kind of, this is another follow up. I have a couple follow ups. You were talking about this. You brought up this uh, at Guantanamo Bay, the number of juveniles held there. And the number was very. It was up yeah, in the air. We, you know, we never get we never get told the truth in the Pentagon. And obviously. then they said that it turned out to be two times as many as the Pentagon said. Um, and we were like, nah, it'll probably be like four or five. Yeah, times. and there's actually oh, another clip. I almost I forgot to actually dig this up. We had reported on the Marine um, in Iraq who was electrocuted, and we found out there were other um, soldiers that were electrocuted due to f- uh, faulty maintenance of these 
barracks, and yeah. the, 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 the electricity was not grounded correctly. Oh, they taking their showers correctly. Right, this guy, and they, first of all, they lied to the parents about the the way it actually had this. And, oh, he had a small electrical device in his hand. Oh, of course, right. Yeah, most Marines do that when they take showers. They hang out to a toaster <laughs> just in case they're hungry. But sure enough, they, they lied to the parents. The parents, the, the one mother finally found out the truth. And the Pentagon had also lied about the number. They said it was, you know, 13. It's actually eight. At least, they say at least 18 deaths have occurred from this same exact thing. We'll get to oh, it. Wow. But first off, let me, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Number of juveniles held at Guantanamo uh, almost twice the official Pentagon figure, and which is no surprise. Andy Worthington writes for RINF.com. Canadian National Omar Qadar is still being held at Guantanamo Bay, accused of murder. Qadar was captured in Afghanistan in 2002 when he was 15. On Sunday, the Pentagon admitted that 12 juveniles, those under the age of 18 at the time their alleged crimes took place, have been held at Guantanamo Bay as opposed to the figure of eight that was submitted to the UN in May by the Pentagon. Uh, but the raw story count drawn from the Pentagon's own records reveals that the total number of juveniles held at Guantanamo Bay is at least 22, nearly double the official Pentagon figure. It's crazy. It is. In a submission to the 48th session of the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child, and this is a PDF you could actually get from the website. I think I did delicious this. I don't really know, so forgive me. But once again, rnf.com, it's number of juveniles held at Guantanamo Bay. You can check it out. The Pentagon claimed that it had only held eight juveniles during the life of the Guantanamo Bay prison. It acknowledged that three Afghans under the age of 16 were released in January of 2004, uh, and it stated that another three juveniles were repatriated between um, 2004 and 2006 and claimed that it was only holding two prisoners who were juveniles at the time of their capture. So that, you know, that would total eight. But sure enough, it turns out that it was uh, at least twice that. And, you know, who knows? I mean, I could only imagine. It's probably above 50, considering yeah. uh, some of the documentaries I've seen and watched and some of the research I've done. But... Um, it's amazing. The lies just continue in this fading republic. But, folks, much more news. I want to talk about this veterans issue as well. But they are putting them right back into the mix and saying that the combat injuries were not due to combat, which is really convenient. AnimalFarmShow.com. We shall return. Stay tuned. You're a liar. You're a liar. You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. Here's the reason I'm not here. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, Sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Are you still? The third Clinton administration. This is an article out of Counterpunch. Ralph Nader wrote this, and uh, this is great. I mean, it has to do with the uh, Barack Obama. Uh, some of the stuff that we're talking about, but uh, he, he writes starts out by saying, while the liberal intelligentsia was swooning over Barack Obama during his presidential campaign, I counseled, quote-unquote, prepare to be disappointed. His record as Illinois senator and U.S. senator, together with many progressive and long-overdue courses of action he, supposed, uh, he's, he opposed during his campaign, rendered such a prediction unfortunate but obvious. Now, the same intelligentsia is beginning to to howl over Obama's transition team and uh, early choices to run his administration. Having defeated Senator Hillary Clinton in the Democratic primaries, he is now busily installing Bill Clinton's old guard. 31 out of 47 people that he has named so far uh, for so far as uh, transition or appointees have ties to the Clinton administration, according to Politico. So that's, uh, yeah, 31 out of 47 people. 
and Ralph Nader points that out, which is very interesting. But <clears throat> like we're saying, same old. Uh, the meaning of the word is. <laughs> you know what's amazing, Ben, is that you talk to people, you know, and the people who are intelligent, or at least that you find intelligent people, and you talk to people about politics and about the change of this administration, and it's amazing. Like I feel like I'm a, you know, I feel like I'm smart because I said, hey, you know, we're probably gonna just get the Pepsi crew back in, and you know, out yeah. with the Coke in with the Pepsi, yeah. or out with the red in with the blue, and you know, at first glance, I'm like, oh well, you know, I guess I know what I'm talking about. I don't even consider myself that smart when it really boils down to it because there's so much I don't know mm-hmm. about how our government works and all these things but it's amazing how yeah you look like a genius because oh my god you predicted it yet it's so fundamental it's just good cop bad cop and it's brought to an amazingly high level um and and you don't have to bring in the word conspiracy when you try to explain this people it's just government it's it's just just, control it's easy it's effective they make things so awful for one side and they bring in the other side, you know, yeah. and it just it, but there it's are, time in and time again. Yeah, there are. There, they bring in new people, but it is the same as the old. I mean, if you look at the general hierarchy and throughout government, you'll see the same people over and over and over again. The Henry Kissingers, the David Rockefellers, you know, bringing in their their star pupils, the the, the Bush Senior, the Clinton, the uh, again Bush Junior, the uh, and now the Barack Obama and, and with Hillary Clinton, George and, W. and uh, all the Clintonian staff that they're bringing in. I mean, this is the same government that's taken over our. Our, our, you know, our government. This is the same shadow government, I guess, that's taken over our government for the past how many years? Twenty something years no, now? Probably way more than that. I'd say, you know, yeah, they, I mean, a lot of things have been going on since 1913. I think, especially yeah. when we talk about the uh, Federal absolutely, Reserve. Absolutely. Um, but unfortunately, you know, you you let those clouds part. Okay, so we've we've made a little bit of a statement there, a little bit of a point. I'm going to try to play this clip, and hopefully, I haven't prepared it, Ben. I haven't edited it. It's from Lou Dobbs, and this is a follow up. We talked about this. I think it was in July. Maybe earlier mid-July, if I'm not mistaken. You can check out our archives. And I, mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't remembered this. I think you sparked my – I was going to sleep and I heard this on Lou Dobbs. It was a repeat. But, yes, this is an update to what we had talked about, about a, a soldier. I think it was a Marine. But, again, yes, it, it's a little bit uh, fuzzy in my head. We talk about how these military contractors and how many billions – Hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, each contracting company has made off of this war, and it yeah. makes sense to me that that's what this whole war is about. It's just about, you know, business and when it really boils down to it. But unfortunately, the people who suffer, like always, are the people who give up their lives for this country, and those are the men and women in our uniforms, okay? Correct. But we talked about, you know, and it's one thing if they die in combat, whatever. We, we can talk about pro-war, anti-war. The problem is these people, want, there were debts that were due to these the actual barracks and the faulty grounding of electricity in the barracks. I mean, something that's so fundamental that every house in America at this point has. Your electricity is grounded. If there's a surge, it goes into the ground. That's what grounded means. So, um... That's what happens when you have Halliburton running your, uh... Well, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it was Halliburton, but these, you know, and and what's even sicker, and we'll play the clip, but what's even sicker is that there's, you know, there, there... there's company, there's a group that's suing the contractors, but they haven't even lost their contract yet. And or at least 18 of our servicemen and women have died because of this particular problem. Let me play it over here. And I, I know it's not going to play. Come on, Lou, play. Yeah, okay. It's going to be. It's going to. Throw that uh, delicious feed on our website. Yeah, I'm going to delicious it. It's, it's Alpha Lou Dobbs. You can go to cnn.com slash Lou Dobbs. Maybe I, I, I failed. I, I should have gotten the uh, the audio clip. But, yes, it's just a big follow-up. And, basically, it says how KBR is – they are you know they're being sued for this incident now that the truth has come out. I mean, it's bad enough that they lied to the parents about the death of yeah. their son, which is grotesque. Awful. It's not like, you know... Uh, Remnant of uh, Pat Tillman and what happened there. Yeah, I mean, it's, and, and, you know, like I said, when, when, when the clouds part, 
this is what really turns my stomach and makes me sick. Uh, because it's one thing to screw the people of this country over, but now we're just abusing the troops and nothing's being done about it, and we're just using them literally as cannon fodder. There's no other term yep. that you could describe how our government, how the Pentagon uh, is treating our soldiers. And you can't even ground the electricity of a barracks of these poor people. It's bad enough that we talked about sewage coming up from the drains yeah. that these, these these poor soldiers had to walk through raw sewage. And all the horrible food they're eating. The food and the sewage, and they're not getting the, the supplies. bad enough that they're obviously not going to get the body armor they need. No, because soldiers are not worth, you know what, this, why don't this you government. support our troops, Tony? Well, you well, know, yeah. Sick of your attitude. It's too bad. You know, I should support the war because that obviously means supporting the troops. And maybe I, while I'm at it, I can go to mobile and get one of those little Chinese-made little magnet things that are on these vehicles. Yeah. I love those. Those are great. <laughs> I'll try to get this playing. I don't think it's going to happen, but it just makes me sick. And I, mean, I got some stuff. I have. You failed miserably. Pop it on the, pop it on the feed, bro. I'll, I'll run it over to my computer. Yes, I'm gonna. We're done the break. I actually have to transfer over to a different browser. You know, we're we're getting there, folks. We're getting there. But uh, I do have something else that I can read now, and this is another heartbreak. But this is more of what we're talking about: injured veterans engaged in new combat. And this is what Jeffrey from Kentucky was talking about very many months ago uh, about you know the numbers and how they kind of spoof the numbers of people yeah. volunteering because they just recycle the current troops that are in. But sure enough, uh, a little no, a little notice regulation change. The Pentagon's definition of combat-related disabilities is narrowed costing some wounded veterans thousands of dollars in lost benefits uh, it just doesn't get any it doesn't get any worse yeah marine corporal james dixon was wounded twice in iraq by a roadside bomb and a landmine he suffered a traumatic brain injury a concussion a dislocated hip and hearing loss he was diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder uh, army sergeant lori michelle uh, shattered a hip and crushed her back and knees while diving for cover during a mortar attack in Iraq. She has undergone hip replacement and knee reconstruction and needs at least three uh, more surgeries. In each case, the Pentagon ruled that their disabilities were not combat-related. I'll say it again. In each case, the Pentagon ruled that their disabilities were not combat-related. We're talking about a landmine. We're talking about uh, a, a mortar going off. Not combat-related. Of course not. Of course. That's the Pentagon. In a little notice regulation change in March, the military's definition of combat-related disabilities was narrowed, costing some injured veterans thousands of dollars in lost benefits and triggering outrage from veterans' advocacy groups. The Pentagon said the change was consistent with Congress' intent when it passed a wounded warrior law in January. <laughs> Narrowing the combat-related definition was necessary to preserve the special distinction for those who incur disabilities while participating in the risk of combat in contrast with those injured otherwise. That's a quote. William J. Carr, Deputy Undersecretary of Defense, wrote in a letter to 1.3 million member disabled American veterans. I mean, Uniquely American. how much more can you treat this group like dirt? I mean, I, 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 you know, obviously the curse words are all over my head now. I'm trying to you know, filter those out while I'm speaking, and I'm a man of very, right, man. very few listening. words. But yeah, it's true, man. <laughs> Fortunately, you're right. <laughs> no, but I mean... It's not going to help if I curse. I won't do it. But I mean, how, I mean, I can't believe. And you know, they, they obviously they just tr you know trample over this group, over our veterans, and they just you know defecate all over them, or they just they treat them like dirt. I can't, I can't figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more when we get back. And like Jack Blood says, your phone call's coming up. One eight hundred no phones. <laughs> so stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Animal Farm Radio shows what you're listening to. We shall return. I don't want to leave you on the phone. No telephone to call you
There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists, the Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision, whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. U.S. contractor operating in Iraq and Afghanistan failed to properly inspect U.S. bases. And now thousands of soldiers are at risk. This comes months after congressional hearings on soldiers who were electrocuted on their own bases. 
CNN Special Investigations Unit correspondent Abby Boudreau joins me now with the latest. Abby? Lou, earlier this year we told you about Ryan Maseth, a Green Beret sergeant who was electrocuted in his shower on a U.S. base in Iraq. We now know he was one of 18 servicemen electrocuted, most of them because of shoddy electrical work or improper grounding. Many of the soldiers were killed right on U.S. bases, which are managed by U.S. contractors paid for by your tax dollars. At first, Pentagon officials told Cheryl Harris her son, Sergeant Ryan Maseth, was killed from holding a small electrical appliance with him in the shower. Though during the next several months, she would learn how he really died. She would find out his electrocution was actually caused by shoddy wiring and improper grounding of his building, which was maintained by a U.S. contractor. Sergeant Maseth wasn't the only one. And it's so painful to think about how he died. The building where Sergeant Maseth died was maintained by the U.S. contractor in charge of most operations in Iraq. Houston-based KBR. The Pentagon's contract agency recently cited KBR with what's called a Level 3 corrective action request. A Level 3 means the violations are so serious that KBR is just one step away from getting its contract terminated. Pentagon officials tell CNN KBR failed to properly inspect military bases for electrical hazards and other problems and also failed to ensure troop safety. Since we first reported this story last spring, we've asked the Pentagon and its contract agency for an interview. Not once has anyone agreed to sit down for an interview to answer our questions about why soldiers are being electrocuted and why more is not being done to hold KBR or anyone else accountable. KBR declined comment for this story, but earlier told CNN it found no link between work it's been asked to perform and the reported electrocutions. The Pentagon's in a place where they say, well, how can we suspend KBR? They're sort of running the show over there. It's so big, it's too big to, to cancel that contract or suspend them for future contracts. Danielle Bryan is the executive director of the Project on Government Oversight, a D.C. watchdog group. She says the action against KBR amounts to nothing more than a slap on the wrist for a company with a massive estimated $24 billion contract for its work in Iraq. I think the public should demand that the government generally hold its contractors accountable and remind the government, this is our money. The death of Sergeant Maseth sparked House and Senate congressional hearings. That's when the number of electrocutions became public. Slowly, the Pentagon revealed at least 18 troops were electrocuted since 2003. The only way we can have justice in a case like this for the families and for the American people is to have serious accountability. That has not happened yet. Senator Casey represents Cheryl Harris and credits her with bringing much of this issue to light. I just want them to step up and take care of what they're being paid to take care of. Let's put the security and the safety of our troops first. I would love KBR to do that. Cheryl Harris and at least one other. Uh, just incredible. Yeah, I mean, where do you start? Ben, you want to start? Because i got a lot here. Um, 
I, it, it, yeah. it boggles my mind. Go ahead, you start. No, they they uh well they they treat them like crap, and then um you know when we try to point that out, they try to tell us that we're not really supporting the troops because we're anti-war, anti-getting the job done, and uh, you know obviously they treat them treat them like crap. But this is what happens when you have uh you know a private organization running stuff. There's no accountability whatsoever in there. There's no checks or balances that can really uh, make them lose their contract because as that woman said. They they basically are owned by this. They own this war. They have ownership over this war. It would, it would probably even cause more damage if we pulled them out. From a, from a realistic logistical standpoint, it would probably cause more damage if KBR got you know got their got their uh, contract suspended. Exactly. Thank you. Um, you know, and 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 sadly, <laughs> sadly that's the case. But we once once you freaking put put it in the hands of that corporate uh, organization, they don't give a crap, and all they care about is is making a profit. Then. I mean, that's, 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 we've made a choice and we've obviously made the right, wrong choice. And, you know, one of the things that KBR was famous for was that infamous bombing in the, uh, barracks when they were all eating. Um, or I think it was, it was KBR or, or Halliburton that was, uh, it, but it was a black, I, maybe way, black order. It was, it was one of those, you know, black, uh, black op freaking private organizations that are running this war. Um, that, and, and the organization that they had, the way that they, did it was they had multiple like way too many troops inside the feeding area because they were trying yeah, to feed course. them all at once to be more efficient to save money. Yeah, save money. Yeah. There's not enough money to go around. Only 24 you billion. Ought to be ashamed exactly. Of yourself. And then as a result These of that, bastards. the enemy enemy saw that there were hundreds of hundreds of people eating and they had struck. Uh, they they attacked and killed you know over a hundred of our troops just in that one little time i mean it was just it was it was horrible it's but amazing. all of that as a result of private organizations um and running war like it's a corporation i mean this military industrial complex that we have is so expansive uh, that it's just now it's in the realm of of making it a business and and the troops are that's just what employees, war is, you know? so that's what it's always been for the, ever racket, since, ever since yeah. the, the turn of the century that's what war is folks it's what almost every single war that we've been in I mean, has ultimately been about it's been it, about this tremendous business it was i think a little bit before it was about conquest and megalomania and and trying to take over other countries but now it's really just become into a business. It's just a business, it's yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the people outside of our country's interests that are really benefiting, obviously. Certainly, it's not us, and for sure, it's not the troops. Um, you know, it's one thing to put them in a war under false pretenses. It's another thing to not give them aid or body armor or vehicles that can withstand the you know the ammunitions that they're being fought uh, with. You know yeah. th- that that's one thing, and that's horror. It's horrible, and you know I, ca- I can't even fathom that. But we're talking about <laughs> troops having to walk through raw sewage. We're talking about yeah. live viruses in their water supply because chlorine was absent from uh, the mix, and that was a Hallib- I think that was a Halliburton or yeah. Blackwater, maybe Blackwater and, thing. And just horror stories about troops in the shower looking down and seeing something crawling around underneath the drain. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, and, and this is like, you know, probably not the final frontier of it, but yes, now we're talking about electricity not being grounded properly. That a shower That's a shower. That's good. Oh, oh my God, it just doesn't get any worse than that. <laughs> Uh, animalfarmshow.com don't you really don't, bring it to life you really yes you give us that visual somehow through the ears but <laughs> now we're talking about this and, and you know I guess there's so many points here and I'll get to Thank them you. as quick as I can but 24 billion dollars for KBR 24 billion dollars for this 
war, this <laughs> this war that is just completely, absolutely right ridiculous, and it gives you a glimpse uh, as an American citizen. It really gives you a glimpse of ultimately what this war is about. Obviously, it has nothing to do with you know maniacs and, and Islamic terrorism. You know, it just we have to stop them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it has nothing to do with that, folks. It's about the opium fields in Afghanistan. It's about the oil pipelines in Iraq. It's about the ultimate control and the war and the business and the billions and the change and the globalism and the unification of globalist power. I think, maybe I'm being naive, but what makes me even sadder and what makes me almost want to just stop doing everything and just give up is that I hear this woman who lost a son. And she's saying, I mean, you know, with I'm, I'm upset about this. You know, like I can't even express, and I have not lost any yeah. family members in there, but I give her so much credit because she's saying, wow, you know, I really, I'd love to see KBR fix this problem. And I'm just, it just boggles my mind because I literally would be taking the plane over there and I'd be, I'd, I'd go nuts. I'd yeah. lose my mind and I'd, like, I'd lose I'd like everything to, else with it. I'd like to see somebody get locked up for that. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. You know? But this is why we refer to our, our troops nowadays. Um, unfortunately, we refer, refer to them as, as mercenaries for a private individual army. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's essentially what they are. I mean, they're, if they were mercenaries, unfortunately, they'd probably be getting paid a lot better, but they're, they're mercenaries that aren't even being used as mercenaries. They're being used as, you know, typical soldiers that are fighting for their country that think yeah. this is a noble cause. And then, um, they're, all they're doing is just making billions for these multinational corporations. Yeah. I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah. And unfortunately, the people have been fed not only the BS of the war and the cause and the, the reason why we're there, but they're also fed this nonsense that if, you know, if anybody speaks out against the war, especially the troops themselves, that they're hurting and putting the other troops' lives in danger. Yeah. They use oh, this excuse crap. for everything under the sun, and uh, that's why we are in a standstill. And that's why you don't hear from troops on the mainstream media unless there's that guy that says, oh, I think we're winning, we're winning, we're winning the war, the troops are advancing. Um, so this is just <laughs> one more, you know, one more example of how the government is not only failing the country, but it's just using our troops for cannon fodder. And I don't want to hear about 4,000 losses not being a lot. That's way too many. That's 4,000 too many, and I'm sure the number is higher than that. And then you've even heard about troops going over to some of the contracting groups, you know, leaving the military because the, the pay is better. Yeah. So um, it, it, it is complete rogue government, and I don't even know what we can do to stop it. But uh, unfortunately, this is what's going on, folks. And from now on, if you want to get your stupid friends woken up, the friends who use that excuse, you should support the war, maybe you should play this clip for it for them. And once again, it is CNN.com slash Lou Dobbs. And of course, now Ben did a delicious feed this into our website. So it is now officially on the AnimalFarmShow.com website. And uh, yeah, I'd actually like to hear, I wish we had phones, for the love of God. I wish yeah. we had someone calling in who was pro-war. You know, I love this war. We have to help Iraqis. I want to hear from those people. And I first want them to hear the stories like this. This is what I send to those people through those stupid emails. How, you know, God bless the troops, help the troops. These people have no idea what's going on. They don't even understand what this war is about. And, of course, they're accusing me of being anti-American. But, yeah, show this video to people. Tell them about electrocutions in at least 18. At least now, if we know anything from the Pentagon, let's double that number. It's probably more like 30-something, 30 34, 35, <laughs> yeah. 36. Yeah. God knows or seven. how they, many they, people have died from electrocutions in their own effing shower. Yeah. I mean, they always they, they, always, <laughs> they always sort out the numbers, and, and they, they, they make it circumstantial, so they won't put them in certain categories, and then they'll count them out. It's like the, uh, the overall death toll in Iraq, how they won't believe count it. the troops that die on the, on the helicopter on the way to the hospital as, a, as an actual war death yeah. because it's not in the war zone. I mean, just ridiculous yeah. numbers that they put out there that, that they can uh, you know, spread and skew whatever way they want to, to you know, really 
uh, influence their their greedy little desires. Yeah, and of course things this, are this, getting better. In yeah, Iraq. well, you know, look, you know, yeah, of course things are getting better. We're making progress. The troop surge worked. All these little George Bush is very pleased. All these unquote. little yeah, all these little pieces of BS that have been fed to us. Whenever things seem to get really bad, they just keep quelling the dissent or quelling the minds of the innocent sheeple Americans. Oh yeah, and of course now, now. yes, don't don't get angry. No no no, don't struggle. <laughs> uh, Alex Jones, thanks for that little tidbit, folks. We shall be back more on this and much more news and information. Stay tuned. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully. This is at the Yahoo News. Uh, Bush went to Japan and I guess talked to um, the Japanese president over there. But, Thank uh, God. Yeah. Bush was very pleased with uh, the Iraq war outcome, if you could believe that. Of course he was, man. We just talked about how many billions of dollars has this man made off this war? How yeah. many How many of the 151 congressmen have made fortunes? So Their families I mean, will just... live forever because of this, this friggin' war. 300. He, he never, never <laughs> learns. I mean, the, if the mission accomplished banner wasn't enough, now he's going out there and well, saying he's very pleased with the Iraq war outcome. I mean, just well, what the hell is wrong? I mean, he's obviously mentally ill. We know that. Well, but, but, yeah, but Ben, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but he he's had no shame since day one. He's openly, you know, committed treason against this country and lied openly with a yeah. smile. Do you expect anything less from this guy now that he is the ultimate lame duck and that he's, what, 30, 40 days away from leaving? Yeah. Leaving no. without what? With pardoning all his boys and saying, you know what, I got out scot-free and I won't even be tried Screw for this. you guys, I'm in going this, home. In this fading country, yeah. he won't even be tried unless there is some kind of miracle happening. Oh, I don't ex- I expect nothing less from this bastard. Yep. This is he what I expect tried, from him. Uh, but yeah, he, I mean, it's just ridiculous because we know that. And I have this clip uh, from the Rachel Maddow show, just where she's talking to somebody, um, and how Barack Obama is now not going to be investigating those executive <laughs> orders that he said he was going to investigate, of and that he's not, not going to be investigating uh, the the war crimes that the Bush administration has done. And and it just goes to show. And and she really points out in this clip um, that you know he he she doesn't understand why he's going along with Republicans and sort of letting them get away with stuff, given how much political capital he has, she thinks, oh, he needs to play nice, um, or, or she thinks that he thinks that he needs to play nice, but she doesn't really get it, obviously. She doesn't understand that the two, no. cart- two, two cartels are one and that they're both looking out for each other's back. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they always do. Of course. 
Nice girl, but about as sharp as a sack of wet But this is universal, Ben. This this happens with all these stupid Democratic hosts. Even the Keith Obermans of the world, who uh, I really dig his show. This is the problem. They get to real issues, but they keep this stupid idea in mind that the other party is the better party, and they're going to save you. Therefore, look at the bad Reds. Look at the bad Republicans. This happens all the time. And even the... The dykish Rachel Maddows of the world who can bring up really good points and make some really good points <laughs> open. And she's like this huge hawk that's going to go after the government. It's yeah. still the left is good. The right is bad. See, didn't didn't I tell you? And, of course, their hearts are going to be broken. But then you're also going to see the denial come up when the Barack Obama administration is a year in or half a year in. And you're going to see the same nonsense. You're going to see the same problems. Our veterans are not going to get health care. They're not going to be, you know, helped at all. They're going to keep recycling them. And all the other yeah. problems abroad, you know, or in this country are going to happen. But, oh, no, well, that's inherited because of the Bush administration. It's the yep. same thing day in, day out, and people don't ever learn. It's brilliant. It I can't believe how brilliant it is. It's such a, it's such a, uh, such an incredible form of psychological and social control. Um, to have these. But go ahead. I interrupted you, know, you. No, it's just. Sorry. It is. It's just an incredible form of psychological control. How you could take, you know, these these massive, massive groups of people, you know, hundred million in each group, and pit them against each other. Meanwhile, uh, you know, clouding their minds with false arguments and things that don't even make any sense. You know, like this this one right here. And I'm I'm gonna play this clip because I do want what people to hear. What a bunch of um, we are. <laughs> here it is. This is Rachel Maddow. Whether that's done through repeal or whether that's done uh, because the Bush tax cuts are yeah, not he's renewed about the tax cut. uh, is something that she my economic right team uh, will be providing me a recommendation on. And while Obama has repeated his stand to close the prison at Guantanamo and reassert American laws against torture, Newsweek and Salon.com both report that now he may not push for prosecutions of Bush officials. My question is, why is the president-elect, with strong majorities in Congress and a Republican Party in utter hilarious disarray, acting already like he has Pause to it. fear Pause and it. accommodate the Republicans in order to get anything? Yeah, so whether she whether she understands or whether she believes what she's saying or not or whether she understands what's going on, this is exactly what we just talked about. Yeah. Oh, my God, I, what, what, what's going on now? What, so, so Obama's not going to uh, prosecute Bush even though he has the majority in the House and the Senate? Yeah. Exactly. That's, what is the, that's the game, you stupid moron. That's what they do. They get their folks in. They have their party. They, they run under an anti-war principle or, uh, you know, they say they're, they're going to, you know, impeach Bush, and then they say, oh... Ah, it is, this is no time yeah. to do such it's things. It's other insanity because... Pius, go ahead. Easy, easy. Whoa, you got to calm down there, Chuck. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I am a little steamy right now. No, it's it, other insanity. I'm so sick of this. I, I get what you're saying, though, because they, they didn't learn their freaking lesson in 2006. They don't when ever they learn. That. And they said that they were going to be uh, impeaching the Bush administration and getting them out of there and making sure that they're uh, and holding them accountable, accountable, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. And then they got into power, and they completely shut down the investigation. They said, we're not going to investigate no. anymore. We don't think it's important. We need to get past this. That's what they say. I mean, just a bunch of jugheads. Go ahead and keep Thank it, keep God. it going. Here to try to talk me down is Dahlia Lithwick, senior I'll editor. Talk you at down. Talk you. Watch out, Rachel. For Newsweek, hi Dahlia. Nice to see you. Hi, Rachel. Oh, I would never, never try to talk you down. <laughs> I know you know I me too never. well. Um, are you seeing too much kumbaya here? I mean, President-elect Obama, he seems to be making good on the let's all come together part of his message, but it seems like he's the one doing the compromising without much call for it. Do you see it that way? 
Well, you know, at least on the issues that I cover, Rachel, and, you know, you've been waiting to hear infrastructure get sexy again. <laughs> I've been waiting to hear war crime tribunals really get sexy. Yeah. And, and so for folks like me who've been covering Padilla and covering Musawi, covering Gitmo, covering waterboarding for years, we really were waiting for this moment to hear him say, as he said, days after, days after being elected, we heard that the Obama camp was saying, we're closing Guantanamo, right? That was one of the first things that the campaign said. And within hours of that statement coming out, they kind of pulled back on it and said, oh, actually, that wasn't authorized. We don't know who said that. It's not entirely true. It's complicated. Same thing now we're hearing this week about prosecutions. We're hearing an awful lot coming out of the campaign that's saying, oh, we want to turn the page. We don't want to look bloodthirsty and ruthless. It's that sense, I think, that, oh, you know, really, really, this isn't something that we want to expend capital on. And like you, my feeling is, if you don't want to expend capital on war crimes, what do you want to expend it on? Yeah, and at a time when actually political capital is going at a great exchange rate, because the Republicans don't even really exist as an organized political party to push back at, at this point. Um, the Republicans exist within the Democrats. Don't you get it? It's amazing. Don't you get it, yeah, you well, we, were ex we were expecting this. We were expecting so much out of this, but all of a sudden now, and, and of course, I mean, and that's why that's why I never bought this idea. Yeah. That um, I never really bought this idea that the Democrats or, or that Obama, for example, and his administration were going to close Guantanamo. So ultimately, uh, the Republicans have done their thing. They're arrogant. They're ignorant. The message for the Democrats is very simple: Wake up! Be ashamed of yourself. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Cynthia McKinney, who's been a Democrat for a very long time. Yes. Um, she was prevented from leaving the United States. Um, and then we, we see this all the time. Ted Kennedy had that problem as well. Um, but I'm sure we're going to see this while we have a Democratic administration and there's still going to be enemies. There's still going to be horrible, terrible uh, terrorist watch lists where innocent people are uh, put on there and are not able to uh, leave the country. But this is uh, at a prisonplanet.com. Former Congresswoman and presidential candidate Cynthia McKinney. She was the presidential candidate for the Green Party. Yes. For anybody that didn't know that. I was going to vote for her, but she wasn't on the. the uh, she wasn't an option in my my booth, by the way. Should, should have written her in. I, you couldn't. I had the pull tab still. Oh, I mean, the old. I had like the old school boots that you so go. Who you vote for? I had to vote for Nader. Oh, that's what. He's good. No, I mean, granted, but I mean, you know, what a shame. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she's been prevented from leaving the country after she planned to give a speech in Damascus, Syria, at a conference being held to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. <laughs> Irony! Today, November 23rd, I was uh, slated to give remarks in, Dar in Damascus, Syria, at a conference being held to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And sadly, the 60th year that the Palestinian people have been denied their uh, return of the enshrined in the 
or return of the right of uh, to be enshrined in the Universal Declaration. But a funny thing happened to me while at the Atlanta airport on my way to the conf- conference. I was not allowed to exit the country, writes McKinney. I do, I do believe that it was just a misunderstanding, she adds. The why, uh, the why a well-known former Georgia congresswoman who, who represented Atlanta, uh, the city in which she was born, would not be allowed to board on a plane raises uh, disturbing questions. Has McKinney been put on a terrorist watch list? Merely for speaking out in support of 9/11 truth uh, and first responders, and passionately questioning the official 9/11 story, and she is, uh, you know, she does officially question the 9/11 story, uh, which is a good thing. But you know, she doesn't need to do that to get on the terrorist watch list. I mean, Ten Kennedy didn't do that. Naomi Wolf, uh, you know, hasn't really done that either. And, and they, you know, there's there's tons of stories about it. So you know, they they're a lot of times these lists, and, and, and because we have such a huge government and such a huge bureaucracy, they'll put people on these lists that have similar last names, not even the same last name as, as known terrorists, similar last names. Yeah. Um, and they'll put you on the list, and if you want to leave the country, too freaking bad. Yeah. Get your, back ass, get your ass back in the car and drive <laughs> back to your house. Either yeah. you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Yeah, I know I'm a huge conspiracy, crazy nut, tinfoil hat wearer, but everything seemed to go pretty uh, south for Cynthia McKinney after she grilled Rumsfeld live on C-SPAN yeah. regarding the um, the 2.3. selling and trading and buying of, of women, sex trafficking, and most importantly, or just as importantly or almost as important, it would be the uh, trillions missing from the Pentagon. And yes. It's like, oh, yes, we'll get you that information. Just shut your mouth, you bitch. And sure enough, next thing you hear is that she, you know, she assaulted a guard or something thing, you know, walking into a building right after that oh, happened. Oh, and then they got some terrorists to donate $10, $10 to her campaign. Yeah, you know, it's, totally... it's, it's just, it is Goodfellas times a thousand. It's just a mafia, a con- out of control mafia. So, so criminal, um, so hardcore, you know, and, and it's, 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 uh, it's crazy when you're you see somebody like Cynthia McKinney, to too. Go where you're going she's a real, uh, she's just a really nice person, but always questioning government, always questioning, like we all know that we should. Doing her duty as a, as a government official and as, as an American. Absolutely, and she gets reamed for it. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's what we're up against, folks. We have about, you know, one or two percent of the entire government are these, these so-called watchdogs, these so-called people who, you know, keep their eyes open and, you know, maybe can't be bought off like the Ron Pauls, the Kucinich's and the Cynthia McKinney's and, yeah. And a few others that I'm, I'm not mentioning, but it is just uh, an absolute mob, and it's out of control to the point where, you know, obviously we're dealing with a lot of issues. But I want to keep on, and I could shut up here. So, uh, military examines role in domestic defense, and of course, like I always say, Ben, I am keeping a very close look, a very close eye. I'm keeping my ears, my eyes, and everything on this idea of a civilian national task force. And uh, to my surprise, there is no secrecy about this issue. And I want to continue, and I want to say, hey, they're openly uh, talking about this. Not only is Defense Secretary Robert Gates, uh, he ordered his top department leaders to conduct a broad review. By the way, he's going to be in for at least a year. So we are keeping some of the right. bad guys in there. It's okay. It's, you know, it's just Democrats. Who cares? Uh, yes, Defense freedom. Secretary Robert Gates, yes, freedom. Defense Secretary Robert Gates on Monday ordered his top department leaders to conduct a broad review to determine whether the military, National Guard, and rescue can adequately deal with domestic disasters and whether they have the training and equipment to defend the homeland. Now, I'll stop there. I mean, there's a big answer. No, they don't, because most of them are aware. Well, we have to we have to ask the question, you know, they want to make the National Guard into a (laughs) homeland operation. Hold on, answer the question. Where are these folks... Right now, the National Guard, the Reserve, the military, where are they? They're in Iraq. Okay, so 
obviously they're not able to help us here. So let me just go on. I'm making a point. The 41-page memo signaled in an acknowledgement that the military must better recognize the critical role of the National Guard and Reserves in homeland defense, but stop short of requiring many specific policy changes. His memo comes in the wake of a stinging 400-page independent commission report that concluded the military isn't ready for a catastrophic attack on the country and that National Guard forces don't have the equipment or training they need for the job. So, problem, reaction, and now the synthesis, the, the solution. Here we go. I'm going to prepare for this. In response, Gates said that indeed the Guard and Reserves are an integral part of the force and have assumed a greater role in military operations. And he pressed his top leaders to review the training that active duty and reserve troops receive for homeland defense and civil support missions as opposed to the war fighting now consuming them. So here we go. He gave them 25 days to submit their proposed changes along with the any budget impact they may have. In connection with 53 separate recommendations, he said another 29 recommendations are underway or finished. So the commission's report included 95 recommendations, but Gates did not order many of those changes urged by the commission to give National Guard and Reserve troops better access to promotions, military training and education programs, and other benefits instead. In most cases, he ordered leaders in the Defense Department and the military services to review their programs to determine whether other changes are needed. His overall tone, however, pressed officials to better integrate reservists into the modern-day military and consider treating them on a more equal basis to the active-duty troops. Separately, he asked for more detailed proposals to better develop funding for guard and reserve programs and equipment. Arnold Air Pernaro, who was chairman of the commission, welcomes Gates' recommendations Monday, saying that improving the military's role in homeland defense and enhancing the clout of the reserves represent a historic break with the past. Make no mistakes, his decisions are aimed at landmark changes, changes that are essential if the Guard and Reserves are to remain fully capable of meeting current and future threats, said Pernaro. Now, I'm going to get to a different article. You can now cut in there, but I'm, but I'm saying they're going to now, this is the. This is how but they're going to build. This is this is just completely illegal. You cannot take a, a, a militia, which is supposed to be a separate entity, uh, as defined in our Constitution, and then turn it into an operational force for the state. You cannot do that. That's what they're doing. But, but that's ex- but th- that's what well, Barack Obama is all about. They don't give a crap what's illegal and what's legal. <laughs> I know. They, they'll, they will do, they'll just do it, and, and they will. T- and then they will try to say that we can't start individual militias in our state. So the Michigan State Militia doesn't exist because it's not legal. But if we, if but but we could take the militia that supposedly exists and integrate it with the federal government. Totally criminal. No justice without peace. You're listening to Animal Farm Radio Show. We'll be back momentarily. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial 
walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, we always often talk about in the show how big our government is and how they have tentacles in absolutely everything. Every little organization, um, every little uh, propaganda piece that you see out there, almost everything. In this case, Facebook, Google, and MTV are banding together to fight terrorism. Oh, great. This is out of uh, Washington. The U.S. State Department announced plans on Monday to promote online youth groups as a new and powerful way to fight crime, political opportunities. Oppression and terrorism. Drawing inspiration from a movement against FARC rebels in Colombia, the State Department is joining forces with Facebook, Google, MTV, um, Howcast, and others in New York City next week to get the ball rolling. It's at 17, <laughs> 17 groups from South Africa, Britain, and the Middle East 
will have uh, which have an online presence like Million Voices uh, Against FARC will attend the conference at Columbia University Law School from December 3rd to 5th. Observers from seven organizations that do not have online presence, such as groups from Iraq and Afghanistan, will attend. There will also be remote participants from Cuba. They will forge an alliance of youth movement, said uh, James Glassman, Undersecretary for the State of Public Diplomacy. The idea is to put all these groups together, share best practices, produce a manual that will be accessible online, and in and, and print to any group that wants to build a youth empowerment organization to put back, push back against violence and oppression around the world, um, also known as uh, the police state, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, he, here's a transition for you. So we're talking about now everybody's, you know, everything's about the fight against terror. I know terror is everywhere, obviously. And then I mean, terror turns into crime. And, well, and, but, but don't, you, don't you remember what the one of the uh, Texas uh, sergeants said or sheriff said that, you know, every crime is terrorism. Yes. Everything is terrorism. Me going to the bathroom is terrorism. When I leave my house, I am a terrorist. Uh, I accept that. But this radio show is a terrorist you know, this, organization. We are, we are yeah. complete terrorists. I mean, that, that goes without saying. Um, but, of course, now no, Tehran no, just no, comes no. out and says, no, well, no, the West no. was responsible for the terror attack in Iran, so now we, we get into terror. And state-sponsored terrorism doesn't exist. No, that that's, that's, never that's has ever happened. That's conspiracy theory, and yeah. you should probably you should be brainwashed to not think that. you should, you got to watch more Fox News. <laughs> Three men accused of carrying out a fatal bombing in a mosque in Iran have confessed to being brainwashed by a Western terror. So, never heard anything like that before. <clears throat> Harp made him do it. He yeah. <laughs> did <was> Harp. <laughs> yeah. yeah Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald called him up. The three confessed in a, in a Saturday hearing at the Islamic Revolution Court to being brainwashed into launching a terrorist attack in the country, according to the IRNA. A further four individuals have also been charged over the incident. Iran had initially detained 15 people in connection with April's deadly explosion in the southern city of Shiraz. However, seven people are currently charged with involvement in the fatal bombing. Later in May, Iran announced that Britain, Israel, and the United States were responsible for the deadly blast, which killed 13 Iranians and injured more than 200. Ali Akbar Haid Ararfirar, representing Tehran's, <laughs> I tried, okay, I gave it my best shot, representing Tehran's prosecutor general said, the explosion in Shiraz was one of the country's most fatal terrorist attacks, and I request punishment be meted out to the perpetrators at the scene of the crime. So, I mean, theoretically, if this was uh, perpetrated by the West, if this was concocted by the West, then yeah, then it's a terrorist attack on Iran mm-hmm. that we either funded or created, if it's true. So, you know, of course... Which we're just, is absolutely happening right now. I mean, know. there are so many CIA organizations, I'm sure, that are in Tehran all over the place, uh, setting up bombs, passing out some disinformation, yeah. pitting Why? the people against each other, doing uh, their little COINTELPRO uh, operations that they do. Yeah, well, come on, Why? man. You know, we have to bomb them. I mean, they, they might acquire nuclear technology one day, so we obviously should just... Yeah, we should nuke well, the entire country. And if they don't like us bombing you know, them, then just because, they try to know, fight back, then they're terrorists. Just because the Project for New American Century wrote about Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, and Iraq doesn't mean that, you know, it's it's supposed to happen this way, of course. this is. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's the only way to be sure. That's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> Iran's intelligence ministry announced in May that the terrorist group's targets also included Iran's oil pipelines, Tehran's international book fair, as well as other crowded locations in different cities, such as scientific, religious, and educational centers. I mean, the hypocrisy at this point is so thick, you couldn't even cut it. Um, you know, we're blaming them for developing nucle- nuclear technology because they might build a bomb one day even though they haven't they've only enriched it like three percent but yet you know we've carried out attacks and it's okay for us but anyway i'll get back to uh um, let me get back to the mother yeah let me get back to the mother i mean the homeland uh, court backs warrantless <laughs> searches abroad i mean we are becoming 
Nazi Germany. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's and it's even worse in certain cases than than it they was. They hired back. the person that was in charge of Nazi Germany <laughs> for the United States. Mark, Marcus Wolf, the ex SS officer, hired him here for the United States. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's like you never it's hear. It's a playbook. You rarely hear about a criminal in this country committing the same crimes over and over and over and over and over again and getting away with it every single time. Yeah, George, but it's exactly what our government's doing. How I many just times picture George Bush just. Taking a crap on, on the White House lawn and just wiping it up with leaves. He just has no shame. Nobody has any shame whatsoever. And it's literally the equivalent of that. That's how bad it is. Oh it's goodness. as if they freaking are taking dumps in front of us and just, and wiping their butts with leaves. And but that's they, what they it, don't but care. No, but Ben, you know, the Democrats are going to save us. Just hang on, that's okay? A fact. Don't forget, Obama, Obama says, He's I got this. He's going to pop a squat on the lawn eventually, too. We'll see it. Oh my we'll God. It. It's, it's just incredible how people's intelligence just goes to absolute shite when, when we talk about, uh, government. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's incredible, but that's I guess that's why we have this radio show. And once again, folks, we are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, and our website is animalfarmshow.com, and then we're on the Freedom Underground Radio or FU Radio, and wfuradio.com is that website. You can call us, and not really, but one eight hundred no phones. Yeah, no one eight hundred no phone. Uh, so you can give us a call uh, there. It's, 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 it's free. You can, instant you can get instant messages. Info at animalfarmshow.com and AIM instant messenger, Animal Farm Show. And of course, there's the Jack Blood Forum, jackbloodforums.com. Is it with forums? Forum. Forum. Two people are in there, which is great. That's, that's the chat room. It's the biggest audience yeah, right. we've ever had. Of Two course. people in the chat it's just room. It's wonderful. Right now. Great. Really making a difference here. Uh, but anyway, let me get on. Court backs warrantless searches abroad. So, you know, the whole fight on terrorism. <laughs> it's freaking cynical. It, it is. It's just great. You know, so we, we have to watch out for terrorism in other countries. We have to kill other people in other countries and risk our troops' lives. Yet, the homeland, the motherland, We've already come out. Gates just said, no, we can't protect the homeland adequately, so we need a civilian national task force. Him and Obama are boys, by the way, because he's going to stay in for at least a year. But with all that going on, Ben, we have to keep these warrantless searches abroad. God bless the Democrats. I can't wait. They're they're just going to save this whole country. We must protect the homeland. The The motherland. motherland. The authorities may lawfully. The infidels. It, it's just they I can't believe this. They're trying to bring this. freedom to our motherland. We cannot allow this. This is not hard to understand. This is extremely simple to understand. It's happened throughout history, and people can't figure it Tony, out. Tony, you think you are so smart? It's, you can I'm go not. around teaching teaching people this this thing called freedom. I'm a terrorist. The authorities may lawfully conduct searches and electronic surveillance against United States citizens in foreign countries without a warrant. A federal appeals court uh, said on Monday, bolstering the government's power to investigate terror. Terrorism by ruling that a key constitutional protection afforded to Americans does not apply overseas, of course. Unanimous decision by a three-judge panel of the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit in Manhattan came in the case of three al-Qaeda terrorists convicted a few months before 9-11 in the conspiracy that involved the 1998 bombings of the two American embassies in East Africa. Are we hearing people scream? No. What's going on? Why are you guys looking to dogs. There's dogs in this place? I think there are dogs outside of our studio. Oh, sh- oh the FBI might are be coming in. coming in? If they do, so I got... Put on that door block. Yeah, actually, yeah, Pi, why, why don't you secure the door real quick? I got a knife. That's all I got. That's not going to do much. <laughs> Screw them. I got a, a knife and an American flag. We got a couple That's of golf clubs. A couple golf clubs might actually do the trick. Um, of course, it's not too hard to just break the glass, folks, So if you really want to. Oh, he's opening the door right now. He's looking out. What's going on, man? Are, is it the janitor's, Pyeth? You got to tell him to get those dogs out of here. We're doing freaking radio. I love show dogs. Here. I don't mind dogs. We're doing a radio show here. 
Oh, whatever. I know what. I don't even care anymore. The court did not address the question of whether the government could <laughs> conduct warrantless wiretaps of international calls only on the animal farm <laughs> involving people in the United States. We just can't catch a break. It is. It's just. It's just. are animals. We should welcome. They're animals in our building. <laughs> oh boy. It's incredible. We go live to the scene. An issue that drove. I, whatever. You know what? I'm. I can't even read this rest of it. It's rnf.com. Court backs warrantless searches report. So it's not really happening here. But you know, like I said, folks, we're just we are constantly under the threat of terrorism. But I want to make everybody feel better, and I want to give people some good news because now pro Sarah Palin people have come up with their other their Thanksgiving thank you ad. Huh. Uh, you know, because I mean, she was she just brought such credibility to our government system, and she did such a great job <laughs> of you know really just you know bringing the torch and carrying the torch. And, and showing that, you know, politicians can be intelligent, you know? She of course. No, she, well, she's that. the epitome of intelligence. Election Day was three <laughs> weeks ago, but political <laughs> ads praising former Republican VP nominee Sarah Palin are still hitting the airwaves. Our country deserves better. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to see if I can play this without fail after the break. When we come back, a Sarah Palin Thanksgiving. She's great for Don't our country. Know. Thank you so much, folks. We will be right back. AnimalFarmShow.com. Stay tuned. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. 
Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Yeah, cool. Radio. Well, we often try to, um, I guess you could say, we try to exploit the stupidity of our unfortunate condition of our nation, the people in this country who, they just look at these politicians as though they're friends and people they'd like to have beers and hang out and have dinner with, and unfortunately, most of them are not those types of people. Uh, we have to t- somehow try to train ourselves to realize that these people are not our friends. They're not like us. They don't have the same values and morals, despite the nonsensical religion that they falsely swear allegiance to. But sure enough, I'll just let the Sarah Palin Thanksgiving ad speak for itself, huh? Governor Sarah Palin, as Americans sit down to their Thanksgiving dinners of turkey or moose, a grateful nation wishes to say thank you. We thank you for your passionate, hopeful, and articulate advocacy of common sense conservative values. We're thankful you've taught your son about the greatness of America and the honor and valor of serving in our nation's armed forces. We thank you for fighting for everyday working families and preserving the American dream. Thank you for the grace and dignity you showed even when some tried to smear and destroy you. God bless you, Governor Palin. You've inspired us, both young (laughs) and not so young. Thank you, Sarah Palin. At a time when so many politicians seem to have let us down, you've given us hope. And we just wanted to say, Thank you, What were those ingredients again for the moose chili? Our country deserves better pack is responsible for the content of this ad. Yeah, and those people that should be... That was great. Good job. Fuck off. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, thank you for making a mockery out of our political system and continuing the idiocy that is the population and, and i just, just want everybody to know that i'm not association associated with those americans i'm a different <laughs> kind of american I couldn't, I couldn't have guessed that I, uh, yeah i try to i try to do what's right not i can't a, believe i just you know yeah. i just can't believe it but i have i actually have breaking news here tony oh go ahead break um, it ben break it obama is expected uh-huh. to keep gates we just we just talked about that i just said but that before is, but this is breaking news you, you said he was going to keep him for a year and it looks like they're going to be keeping him um for i guess 
No, but that's that's what right before the show. That's what I was saying. That Gates is putting. He's going to use Gates to put forth this civilian national task force. But Gates I, was sort of. If I'm just let me just understand this. Go correctly. ahead. Gates is Gates was supposed to was scheduled to be in there for a year after Barack Obama enters office, right? Uh, now I guess this breaking story is saying that they that he's supposedly going in there even more than a year. Well, now. I don't know. But I guess he's actually yeah. been appointed by Barack Obama now. I don't I don't think so. I think that was the one that I saw. I think unless there was two breaking stories within two and a half hours, which would be unlikely, but apparently and you read up on that Ben, let me know, but apparently it is that is the the story that we talked about that now they're going to keep Gates instead yeah. of replacing his corrupt ass. And no, they're going to keep him because I mean, look, you know, we this is no bad. time to fix the problems. No, no, no. Now we have to introduce more defense for the home or motherland. So no, I mean, this this is just it's just it's true, and it's it's just so out in the open. That's why I'm like all fired up tonight because I mean, you know, at least Bush could hide some things here and there, and at least they'd be kind of cute about how they hid things and pass things through. Yeah. This is just open. You know, we can't defend the homeland because everybody's over in Iraq fighting in Afghanistan. So now we better get some. Civilian National Task Force people, and I, maybe I could go back to the article and find the exact wording, but that's what's going to happen. You can mark my words, um, write them down. That's what that's what's going to happen. You're going to hear a lot more about this, and it, like I said, it's going to be right on the open. They're not hiding it. But uh, speaking of corruption and politicians and how we just can't beat these bastards, four people have been found guilty in the citizen's arrest of Karl Rove. We talked about this, uh, yeah. the idea yeah. that they were going to try to arrest him months yeah. ago, maybe before yeah. we, but maybe July, something like that. And we talked about a lot of things then. But a jury on Friday returned guilty verdicts against four people who attempted to arrest former White House advisor Karl Rove during a fundraising appearance earlier this year in Iowa, AP reported Monday. Guilty of trespassing were retired Methodist minister Chet Gwynn, two members of Des Moines Catholic Worker Community, Edward Bloomer and Mona Shaw, uh, and one-time group member Kirk Brown. The four were cited after attempting citizen's arrest of Rove on July 25th at the Wakanda Country Club in Des Moines, where he spoke at a Republican fundraiser, AP noted. They were stopped at the country's club entry gate. So I guess this must have been, you know, intel was pretty good here. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and to, you know, I'll get to another point I'll make, but I'm surprised that there are six people in the United States who don't believe Karl Rove should be suspe- suspected of committing felonies, Shaw told AP after the verdict. In a citizen's arrest complaint, the defendants accused Karl Rove of felony murder, election fraud, conspiracy to commit offense or defraud the United States leading to the war in Iraq. Yeah, it's yeah, a great point. Yeah, completely, completely guilty, as well as treason, sedition, and subsur- subversive activities. It's said. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it said Rove submitted and promoted false information leading to war, the illegal detainment of torture of prisoners, and other fraudulent acts leading to the deaths of more than 4,000 U.S. military personnel, as well as approximately 300,000 Iraqi civilians. And that number. That, that, that number seems to change on a daily basis. You never seem to get a, a consistent number of how many people we've killed over there. Yeah. But, you know, this bastard just walking around, probably getting, you know, escorted by many, many high ranking, uh, you know, security officials. And, of course, we can't arrest them. So that's what I want to say. But it's amazing. I think the, Larry the Cable Guy, to paraphrase what he said, he says, he goes, some, you know, one of his jokes is we can't, we can't find Osama bin Laden, but they could find four pot plants in my backyard. Yeah. Figure, you know, it's, it, and that's just you know the idea is the focus, the focus, the lack of focus, but really the focus of where the government security you know problems are and what they're actually 
looking at. You know, knows what they pay attention to. Yeah, what and they say to versus what they Laden. do. They're not exactly. going to catch Laden. Everybody, I can't, I've actually heard from people who are in the Democratic Party. Oh yeah, they're going to get Bin Laden. I said, okay, yeah, let's put some money on that because I don't even think Bin Laden's alive anymore. And if they would have, if he was, they would have gotten him already by now. Let me ask you a question, man. Is, is Ratto pumped about uh, Barack Laden. Obama? Yes. Why don't they call him Osama bin Laden? Yeah, Charles, and uh, we, we'll give him some time to explain. I mean, of course, Law or Lie with Charles Ratner will be returning to the Animal Farm once we get some of these issues and technical problems. God willing, we'll get these done soon because it just isn't the Animal Farm without those little breaks, Ben. You could see I'm already getting fired up, and usually we would have like a segment or a Law or Lie yeah. game show to kind of bring my spirits up, but that's just not the case today. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anything can get me out of this bad mood. I'll get to the, my next article out of Reuters, but. Yeah, I, I guess Charles was pretty pumped about it. I mean, I, I guess I agree with him on the front that, yes, thank God Bush is over. And we were talking during the mm-hmm. break that we want to do a live broadcast. He's going to throw a huge party on the 20th. <laughs> so we, we should definitely <laughs> the, shoot. Uh, the, and the Bush is leaving <laughs> office party, the, the, And this one might have to be like children leave the room show because I'm sure there's going to yeah. be some bombs dropped vocally. <laughs> totally, totally. But uh, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll let you know. But, uh, yeah, I think he's pretty pumped. And, you know, basically, you know, I, I wish I could be as pumped up. And I said, I kept saying, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But you're not. You know, you're not gonna be. But anyway, there's not a um, chance in hell. Yeah, you know, economy. I have a great story. Just, just a really good-hearted, feel-good kind of story here out of Reuters. Economy Wait. shrinks at fastest pace in seven years. Um, my advice, as loose and as horrible as I am as uh, knowing economics, is get your money out of the market. Now, uh, the economy contracted at its fastest pace in seven years in the third quarter as consumer spending plunged to a 28-year low, data showed on Tuesday, raising the specter of a deeper recession. (laughs) That word. I hate that word. Uh, separate reports showed home prices continued their downward spiral with the cost of a single family hopes, cost of single family hopes, pardon me, plunging to a record tough uh, trow, T-R-U-G-H, trow in September. I, you know, I just, I never use that word. The data painted a dismal picture of the troubled economy and backed views. The Federal Reserve could push benchmark lending rates to an unprecedented 0% by 2009. We are in the early Zero. stages. Point zero. Oh, man. We are in the early stages of one of the worst recessions in the post-war period, even factoring in a massive stimulus program, said Nerman Brasfler, chief economist at IHS Global Insight in Lexington, Massachusetts. Much more news on the way, some more horrible news, and, of course, the one and only Animal Farm Power segment. When we return, folks, stay tuned. We shall return. Don't be economic, girly man. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. 
Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Are very upset with the Bush administration because they spent one trillion dollars on the Iraq War. People are upset with the Clinton administration because uh, between 1998 and 2000 they lost 2.3 trillion dollars at the Pentagon. Just lost it. It's like, like I said, you lose a wallet. <laughs> yeah. And now this uh, article out of CNBC: potential cost of U.S. financial bailout over eight trillion dollars. Can you shows how uh, show how shows how fast we can go downhill, huh? Let me ask you one question real quick before you go on. Have you ever heard that T word used so frequently when talking about economics? Like, it's like nothing. No, it's like nothing. That's like, oh it's either two or ten trillion, it's a hundred trillion, a million of gazillions. Yeah. It's just amazing that that word is just thrown around like it's a couple of bucks these days, but go ahead. Yeah, it is a couple bucks it's these sick. days. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> I mean, just unreal. Uh, no, that's it. I mean, uh, it breaks, okay. the, the article breaks down well, how all the money's being spent. I'm not going to sit here and re- 
read it all on the show. But if you want, um, look, oh, actually, we don't, we don't have that on our website. I'll post that right now post on animalfarmshow.com. But it is potential cost of U.S. financial bailout over $8 trillion. Yeah. We need an energy bill that encourages consumption. <laughs> yes, we do, George. Thank you. Uh, real quick, we got an IM from Blacklisted News asking us to be archive the shows. Yes, we do archive them. In fact, on our website, I believe, Ben, you could just hear any of our yeah. first five or six shows here on the network, except for, of course, the first elusive test show. I don't think we actually have that one posted. Do we? We don't. That? We don't okay. have a post. Well, yes. Uh, just to answer your question. So yes. You said some bad words and, and said some. Uh, yeah, Ben Ben actually uh, was, was cursing out children, and <laughs> I'm not sure if his woman uh, knows that, but I just, I just let it go. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> We will get to the power segment, but just just to keep yeah, my that, mother doesn't know about that. Yeah, well, uh, don't tell her. I won't tell her. I like it. Your mother's a nice woman. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes, we do archive the shows, folks. It's just animalfarmshow.com, and there's the archives tab. I'm sure you could find it. Ben and PF have done a great job on that site. But just to keep that T word going, because it's just like wow. I just I love that word. U.S. pledges top 7.7 trillion to ease frozen credit. Uh, the U.S. government's prepared to provide more than 7.76 trillion dollars. Trillion dollars on behalf of American taxpayers after guaranteeing $306 billion of Citigroup Incorporated debt yesterday. The pledges amounting to half the value of everything produced in the nation's last year are intended to rescue the financial system after the credit market seized up 15 months ago. The unprecedented pledge of funds includes $3.18 trillion already tapped by financial institutions <laughs> in the biggest response to an economic emergency. It's Let freedom. these bastards fail, that's what I say, since the New Deal in the 1930s. According to the data compiled by Bloomberg, the commitment dwarfs the plan approved by lawmakers, the Treasury Department's $700 billion troubled asset relief program. Federal Reserve lending last week was 1,900 times the weekly average for the three years before the crisis. They are looting, they are raping, they are robbing us uh, blind right in front of our it freaking is. faces. It, it's amazing. And like, you know, you, every, every day you put the news on whether the market's up or down. Every day there are like new records set. The market was up a record high. The, me- the market lost record lows. This month marks a record loss for yeah. the market. And, and on top of that, it's just these record bailouts, these record... Yeah, there's record tr- stupidity happening. Record stupidity. I've never seen so much stupidity ever, man. Guinness, Guinness should get down there and uh, try to try to make a record happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it really it's, it's unprecedented. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing. And it's just the question is, yeah, where do we go from here? But folks, we got about ten minutes left on the program. When we get back, we're going to do the elusive, the unbelievable, the crazy, the pieth-induced power segment. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, you touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. Welcome back. You are listening to the infamous Animal Farm Radio Show. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. We are going to be getting into the uh, elusive, infamous, uh, the the infamous power segment. It's it's time for the Pyeth. Would you start? Would you have the? Would you do the honor of starting the elusive and crazy power segment here (laughs) on the Animal Farm? Yes, power segments. We need a very fast pace. 
I, I saved the best. Uh, I saved the best for first, man. This is the best article oh, I've okay, ever seen. Good, good, well, good. not the best, but the worst article. This is uh, this is out of London, or I, I believe it's out of uh, England. Social services set up a CCTV camera in couple's bedroom. How nice! Social workers set up a CCTV camera in the bedroom <laughs> of a couple with learning difficulties in order to monitor their behavior. A new report finds. <laughs> Council staff were said to have spied on the young parents at night as part of a plan to see if they were fit to look after their baby, who was sleeping in another room. The mother and father were forced to cite uh, the Human Rights Act, which protects the right the, the right to privacy. I love how they have to cite things in order to protect something that's just totally obviously. Someone, someone sounds like a perv to me in this situation. How I don't know. Maybe I'm nuts. Probably some fat-bellied bastard in the in, the, uh, in security room rubbing himself, watching big fat. TV cameras. Uh, but anyways, before the social services team backed down and agreed to switch off the surveillance camera while they were in bed together, I mean, they had to fight. They had to fight to not have people watching them while we were, they were making sweet love. Uh, I just, it's incredible, man. It makes, you, it makes you sick. Next article. Uh, license plate scanning catches crooks raising privacy worry. Uh, they're essentially saying some town in, in or, or all of Arizona is going to have their license plate scanned. Every single person that lives in Arizona is going to have their license plate scanned. Officer David Callister parks his patrol car into, oh, this is a huge monster. I didn't even want to get into it. Don't they have you, that, that new you technology could, you could spray your plate? I ho- always hear those ads. I know. I, I'd like to get some of that stuff. I, although, I don't know if there's any, uh, if there's much uh, uh, license plate camera or a lot of cameras around here. I know they're at toll booths and stuff, but I don't think they're on red lights like, like they are in other parts of the country and stuff. So I don't know if we necessarily need that so much here, unless we're going to uh, put it on for, for toll booths. Oh, power segment continues here at the end of the farm. That's my turn, Ben. Go for it. Okay, cost of rebuilding UN's uh, palace costs a billion dollars, and of course, money well spent. Amazing, just just a rat, you know what? UN's palace <laughs> of nations is falling apart. God forbid. The Palace des Nations is the UN's European headquarters, flanked by the Swiss Alps to the west and Lake Geneva to the east. Peacocks roam freely on the grounds of the pristine 111-acre Ariana Park that surrounds it. Someone, someone arrest those freedom-loving peacocks. I'd say we just take them out yeah. with a rifle. But on the inside, the one-time home to the League of Nations is plagued by 70-year-old wiring fire hazards and miles of rusty pipes that have flooded the archives repeatedly. Kind of sounds like our building. Asbestos lines on some of the walls... And the, and the showers in Iraq. Huh? Oh, don't start that. And the roofs, and the roof is in danger of caving in. The palace, and, the, and like I understand, okay, this is a historic building. The palace is in need of a major facelift. Okay, the tab. Oh my God, so now it's just horrific. The you have ta- to put the you have to put the scream in the background. No, don't please part. don't please don't. Because but no, but okay. So this building here, you know, this is the power segment here, folks. We're trying to power through news at a very fast pace. <laughs> the the bill for this renovation of this building is one billion dollars, says uh, Director General Sergey Ordnathkazais, who heads the UN office at Geneva. But critics say it's not worth a cool. How does it cost a billion dollars to renovate a building? Even if it's 111 acres, I could run the wires. Give me 10 mil. Yeah. I'll do it for 10 mil. I know how to run wires. But anyway. <laughs> what was the question again? Yeah, whatever. Stuff Police want to know who left piano in Massachusetts Forest. Out of Horwich, Massachusetts. Horwich Police have a musical. Powers like Blacklist Anu just said, sorry about the listenership. Yeah, thanks, dude. We know. 
<laughs> thanks for rubbing it in, bitch. Carwich, <laughs> Carwich police have a musical mystery on their hands who left a piano in the middle of the woods. And why? The Baldwin piano discovered in the Bell's Neck Woods appears to be in perfect working condition <laughs> and had a matching bench as if it had recently been played. The piano was discovered Saturday by a woman walking along the path inside the conservation area at the woods. Another question police would like to answer is how the piano got in such a remote location. That's something like out of Alfred Hitchcock or something, yeah. or like Kubrick or whatever. The piano is heavy, and it took more than a half dozen men to load it onto a truck and remove it. Ben, your turn. Power segment will never die. Ever. U- U.S. puts pressure on Israel to refrain from attacks. And I think the uh, They want to... Uh, Delay their uh, attacks until Barack Obama enters office, I guess. U.S. <laughs> officials have asked Israel to refrain from launching any major military action in the region during the waning days of the Bush presidency. <laughs> uh, just wait till Barack Obama gets in, then bomb him. Israeli sources have told time. Previously, some Israeli military officials have hinted to the media that if Israel were to carry out its threats to strike Iranian nuclear installations, Mm-mm. nuclear. I said nuclear. No, you didn't. I said nuclear. I said it. Nuclear. Go back and check nuclear. the archives. Nuclear. Ten, ten bucks. It, it might do so before. Well, I won't take that back. It might do so before Barack Obama enters the White House in January. But now a defense minister official says we have been warned off. Oh Next article. God. Oh my God. Power. We seek snitches, Albuquerque Police want, Wanted ad says. The Albuquerque Police Department has turned to want ads for snitches. Did you read this yesterday? Yeah, I read this. This has right. today's date on it, though. Well, unfortunately, no. I didn't. Get us back you could, you could we'll go over it. that article. Uh, let, let, let me go here, Ben. Uh, how about Syria now is rebuffing? Yes. yes. We're going to continue the terrorist threat. <laughs> Syria rebuffs U.S. claims that it is aiding terrorists. <laughs> Damascus, Syria. That's my uh, impression of a scared civilian running from all these horrible terrorists. Syria on Monday rejected U.S. allegations that it is allowing terrorist networks to use its territory to attack Iraq. Oh, my God. We would never allow that. U.S. Embassy charge de affaires in Damascus, Mora, Connolly told the security conference of Iraq's neighbors held in Syria on Sunday that militant groups continue to receive weapons training and funding and guidance from abroad. She was apparently referring to uh, Syria and Iran. Now, once again, folks, Syria is next on the list if you go to buy the PNAC documents, which have been basically to the T precise. This one out of the future because they're magical. Out of Fox News, you can read this. We got so many more. We're not going to get to it. I don't know why we keep cutting this damn broadcast short, but <laughs> folks, thank you for joining us. Have a great Thanksgiving. We will not be here tomorrow. We're we're leaving the country. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to, you know, do some stuff. And uh, God willing, we will be back Monday. Hopefully, we'll just, uh, just keep looking at AnimalFarmShow.com. We shall return. Yes. But thank you for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy and healthy. And uh, wake up your neighbors. Okay, folks. God bless. Ben, any last minute thoughts? No. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Whether I'm right or wrong.